Say my name on the front, and if you're gonna say it, make sure it's on the, make sure it's on the front. Name on the, name on the, is the name on the front. It's the name on the front, name on the front. That was a good one. A little Destiny's yeah, Child. Yeah, like, that's my favorite Destiny's Child song. <laughs> that's my favorite, favorite Beyonce song, like, both, oh, including <sighs> Solo and Destiny's Child, I think. Um, so start us off here. I think we'll, this is our fifth episode i think yep so we just kind of started this a few weeks ago didn't know if anyone would really listen a few people are listening could just be our moms listening on repeat or viewing i, I guess uh, if you're hearing this right now you're either listening on uh spotify google Podcasts, anchor there's a few other ones that it's on or you're watching it on youtube if you're on youtube right below the video subscribe button hit that if you can follow on one of those other things i know on spotify you're able to follow podcasts hit that button um, we're also on Instagram and Twitter at name on front pod. You can follow on either of those and hit the comments. Aaron mentions it all the time. If you disagree with something we say, we'll respond to you. As long as you uh, comment respectfully, you don't <laughs> offend anyone. We'll, we'll comment back respectfully. Uh, we don't want any hateful comments or anything like that, but we're fine. If you disagree with us, mm-hmm. we like to debate and get into it. I know when you don't see a lot of comments on a video, you don't want to be the first one to do it. But if you start the trend, then maybe other people will get into it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing, uh, another thing we got to address: uh, Aaron's hair looks a little bit different. Uh, he's going through some stuff right he's now. He's wearing a shirt. Yeah, I, I'm like, I'm not. <coughs> oh, I have my earphones in. See, I'm a mess. <laughs> why don't you? Why don't you let them know what what you've gone through the last couple of days? Uh, so yeah, starting today is Thursday at one. Uh, PM on uh, Monday at noon uh, on my other podcast, the LA podcast, we started a uh, world record attempt from uh, Monday at noon <clears throat> until uh, Wednesday at 5 PM. And uh, we did it. We completed it. So I guess we're officially the record holders. Uh, once we send our evidence into Guinness and they uh, send us a certificate or whatever the hell they're going to do. But um yeah, so I had to go fit, fit almost. I went almost sixty hours straight, no sleep, um, with like the setup before and like the kind of half like party afterwards. Um, but yeah, it feels good. Uh, we didn't really just do it to get the record, though. We did it to raise money for Horizon Empower the Orphaned. Anybody out there that wants to make a donation to Horizon, um, I believe our GoFundMe page is still up. Uh, so you can still donate there. It's uh, at the LA Podcast channel. Uh, click any one of the live stream links. The uh, GoFundMe page will be underneath that. Or go to uh, Horizon Empower the or-, or just go to EmpowerTheOrphaned.com, I believe it is, and uh, click the donation button on their website. It's a great cause. Uh, we originally had the goal of raising $5,000, but it got a little bigger than we thought, and we uh, ended up hitting 25 k which was pretty cool. Five times. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and uh, a lot of uh, kids are going to be helped. So thanks to everybody who donated and anybody who's watching this one. Uh, you can still donate. <laughs> yeah, you can still donate. Yeah. Wow, that's enough. That's <laughs> All right. But, yeah, no, let's get into the, to the sports. Enough about me. I'm wearing my sunglasses because uh, I got huge bags under my eyes. And uh, if you're wondering why my hair is purple, it's because in the middle of the night, some uh, donators came in and crashed the studio, and they said, hey, if you dye your hair, we'll donate. And uh, 
They ended up donating $4,400 that night. So this is a $4,400 haircut. I'm, and I'm sticking with it. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's worth For the kids. It. Yeah. So I don't know how long it'll it'll take to wash out. But apparently it's not permanent permanent. Well, we'll find out. Know. You can come stay tuned next week. See if he still has yeah. the hair yeah. or not. Yeah. See if he's buzzed it off. Mm-hmm. I won't buzz it off. I, I, no, I have, a, I have a mole on the back of my head. Uh, if I, I can't get a buzz cut. I can't do that. I got to cover that up. Well, while you but were that's doing, a secret, so don't tell me. While you were doing the uh, world record, there was a couple games. Uh, Toronto's mm. favorite Suns, it's safe to say the most successful franchise in the city, at least at the moment. Mm-hmm. The Toronto Raptors <laughs> kicked off their playoff run. A couple of wins. First game was a little easier than the second one. Um, yeah. yeah. Thoughts, Brandon, on uh, the first couple Raptors games? The first game, I, I'm going to be honest, I didn't see that much of it just because I, like, I was working, and then when I got home from work, they were up by 30. So I just kind of had it on in the background while I was doing stuff. Well, Brooklyn, and then Brooklyn, Brooklyn made, made it a, a bit run, of a game, yeah. They, they got it kind of close, but I watched most of the second game. They were uh, down for most of the game. Yeah, and uh, Fred obviously looked at It was basically Fred, Powell, and Lowry were unbelievable in that game. So, I mean, this is just kind of what we expected with this series. I think Raps... And if it goes longer than five, I think I would have been stunned. And it doesn't look like that's going to happen. So, yeah, I no. think, I mean, I I, I think we're gonna get, we're, we're gonna be looking at a sweep here. <laughs> yeah, I think. Well, because uh, actually, going Joe Harris that. has left the bubble too. Yeah, now that's big. Um, the only one of the only two. Joe guys saw the writing on the walls on the Brooklyn Nets that I'd heard of before: yeah. Joe Harris and Levert and yeah. uh, Jared Allen yeah. <laughs> and Jamal Crawford. So I think that's, I think he's now the. Another they're missing, I think, a, he's the 12th player now that they're missing from their regular roster. I might have just made that up, but I'm pretty sure they're it's missing. It's like at he, eight or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're running out some some guys yeah. that I've kind of have heard their, of their names before. <laughs> like Karooks? Yeah. Yeah, so, he, guys, I actually was thinking, since I missed the first two games, because I was I, – well, we had them on, but I like we were doing you're shit. You were busy. You were busy. So I'm wondering if you could run me through the first two Raptors games, please, because I, I know we won them. I know the second one was closer, but that's, like, really all I know. So I'm wondering if you – can you guys run me through them? Like, who played well? My, what was surprising? Why did they, any of the bench guys my, get a lot of minutes that wasn't, that wasn't expected? Like, let me know. Uh, well, my biggest takeaway is this might be a bit of a hot take, but I think Fred Van Fleet is this team's best player right he's now. The, he's like, the MVP so yeah. far. He's just been. I know you've been, you've been saying, saying for this for like. I yeah. love him since the start of his career. You've basically been on that. The I'd say that, that if there's a, if there's any concern after the first two games, if you have to pick one concern, I would say maybe Pascal Siakam. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't really. He played. He was better. He hasn't in game looked two. like a star. He was better in game two. He's he had a, a stretch there where he looked. Like, he's was been the first, fine. First or second quarter, he looked unstoppable. Who's guarding kinda, him? On uh, the Nets, is, uh, it, is it like a, he's just uh, getting no, uh, shut down, or it's just him Lu, playing bad? Lou Aru, <laughs> what's that guy's name? I don't even it, know who you're talking Karuks, about. It was Karuks, and then it was, uh, you know, who I'm talking about. No, I don't. Um, he's like been their best player. What? Karis Levert? No. He. Yeah. So it like is it more just Siakam playing I, poorly? Well, he kind of like it, down the stretch shut the, down. Yeah, down the stretch in the season, he kind of faded a bit too, where he uh, he just hasn't. No, like he still got maybe. 19 points last yeah. game. It's just he was... he, th- this team, we've been talking about how like he's got to be the guy who takes his game to the next level for this team. And I know it's still the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. He doesn't have to do it against them, but he hasn't looked. Mm. He's been pretty ordinary. He's do, got time to get his game Do you back. think we maybe overstated that a little bit? Whereas if they just have one of the the four guys go off. Yeah, Luawu like... Cabarrot. Oh, he's Cam, He's Cam. been guarding him and like, I think Garrett Temple's had a few runs at Siakam. Um, but yeah, also... 
Marcus All has been pretty invisible, but mm-hmm. I don't. They don't really need him in the series. Brooklyn has one big man, Jared Allen, and it's kind of a tough matchup for him too. I yeah. think for because he's Jared Allen's just a monster. Abak has like, looked great off the bench. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Norm and then Fred and Norm. If Nor- Norm was or sorry, Fred was definitely the MVP of Game One. Norm probably was Game Two with Fred right there with him. I remember. And yeah, I, I remember seeing solid. Norm. <clears throat> shooting a lot of threes, like just kind of like out of the corner of my eye, I was like, "Oh, another three for Norm." Well, he was just he was attacking the basket mm-hmm. yesterday, and yeah, he was uh, twenty. So this is game two. Norm Powell, twenty four points, six rebounds, two assists, uh, eleven of seventeen from the field. Uh, Fred Van Fred Van Fleet had twenty four points, five rebounds, and ten assists. So a double double for Fred, eight of twenty two from the field. So, and uh, Joe Harris, who's probably Brooklyn's second best player. Yep at this point is now out now he left the bubble so he can't come back until i think if it goes six he can come back six or seven that so, didn't seem like they were totally there a reason sure. he left was it, it was a family, family thing they said or, it, yeah, yeah they didn't disclose it. personal and, reasons yeah. yeah and they they shouldn't if it's personal yeah. right so it's i mean let's just hope uh his family's okay and uh I yeah. mean, hopefully he. Hopefully the series is over by six. So like we don't see him again. We don't see him again. But hopefully his family's fine. Yep. Yeah. Um. So Raptors game three goes tomorrow. Yep. At this one thirty morning. So yeah. still before. So Friday at one thirty, the Raptors will be going. Home and Garden Network. <laughs> yeah. They, these games are like, they want these games nowhere near their TV. Their. Uh, yeah. They just don't want anybody to see these games. So. We're Classic getting, NBA. How much? Yeah. Uh, how, I mean, have you watched? Have you been watching the Raptors broadcasts? Or yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. I was wondering because, like, if any, for anybody watching the American broadcasts, I wonder how much they've brought up. Like, this is this would be a different series if Kyrie Irving <laughs> oh. and uh, and Kevin Durant were playing. I think it would be a very tight I, one. I think I the Raptors would be in trouble. I the the you like. There's been a lot of guys in like the mainstream basketball media in the last week like picking the raptors yeah charles barkley becoming popular um yeah we're the, we're, we're we're allowed to sit at the cool kids well, now we're now. like that team where it's like don't forget about the raptors <laughs> yeah. like you, like it was always the, that was always the spurs right there'd be mm-hmm. other teams and then people you have this team yeah like, oh the spurs are always there like don't forget about that they really just kind of turned into the spurs of the east now eh? the raptors when you yeah. look at the way they play no true superstar. Next man up mentality. Yeah, exactly. Just depth everywhere. Well, and speaking of depth, uh, a pretty crazy stat when you hear it, although I think there is a qualifier. The Raps are the first team in 56 years to have five players average 15 points a game. What does that say? How long is that? 10, Ten minutes. minutes. Oh, fuck. I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> I was like, we've been going one minute? <laughs> 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 I'm a mess, folks. Anyway, sorry, sorry to interrupt that. That's thought. all right. Uh, so five just players shocked me. I was like, we did not fit that into a minute. <laughs> First team, fifty-six years to have five players average fifteen points a game. Yeah, which I mean, that sounds cool, but I think the big part of that is just because they had so many injuries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, a, a lot of shots are short in season out. too. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, ten games. Yeah, like every one of their top guys except for. I think every Anna, guy had a stretch. Except for Ananobi. Right. Everyone, Ananobi, I think, was the only guy who, who He's didn't He's our only miss. starter that didn't have the 15-point the average, right? Yeah. Well, I, but, I mean, I, I think six of the seven missed significant time mm. out of the... Yeah, I think. I at know. some point, right? It so sounds right. Yeah, it's so long ago, man. I can't even remember. Um, do you want to give some uh, NBA playoff predictions? We did it for the NBA. Yeah, NHL. so actually, if we just... Uh, Dallas should be up 2 nothing, I think, in that series. 
because they won last night and yeah. they sh- the Porzingis got thrown out of the second game or the first game, which was bullshit, and they ended up losing that game. Yeah, that was bullshit. Like, and yeah. uh, Damian Lillard stole his game one. So we got to like uh, Nikola uh, Vucevic stole his game. Yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like the... this is. I know I've been saying this a little bit, but I think this is the best the NBA has ever been for the playoffs in terms of parity. Which yeah, which may, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week. <laughs> we don't need to get back into that. But it's would you say it, it's do you think it's because of the bubble? Do you think it's because uh, the atmosphere is not there and maybe the stars aren't feeling it as much? Or I think there's just so many good teams right now. Well, I think after I think... like Golden State and. We, we ruined them. Yeah, after. There was just, and then I, I think it could have went towards the Lakers powerhouse, but, but Kawhi, just... Kawhi kind of split the powers in the West when he chose <laughs> to go to the Clippers. So there's no, there's no real plus like mm-hmm. automatically like team where you go, that team is the favorite. And then you have young guys coming up to like Luca and Giannis in the East and Donovan Mitchell. Like you just have young superstars and Devin Booker, I guess he's not there anymore, but you just have young guys developing into guys who are going to be the face of the league maybe next year yeah, or the next few years. Put like... So it's kind of like the perfect storm of a changing of the guard is happening right in front of us, or it's like brewing in front of us that you yeah. have like the teams of today and the teams of tomorrow are all right around the same level. They're, so they're kind of passing each other. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of the last, the last grasp for like LeBron, LeBron and like, you maybe so, Durant will have another shot yeah. next year. I want to talk about like, who do you guys think who was the worst like who was the worst star player in the bubble? Because maybe that's like a little maybe it's a coincidence, but maybe it's like uh, this guy really feeds off the crowd. You know what I mean? I want to see. I want to see who do you think was like the worst star? Well, I mean, in the I bubble? did like I didn't watch every game. Yeah, but like because uh, Devin Booker, like he like mm-hmm. yeah, he was he came up. He came out of his like. I mean, he was he was always be, he's always been their best player. He's always been like a a great player, but. Honestly, was, like I think he pa- was like like he, Pascal Siakam is probably in that conversation. But he was also yeah. kind of fading before the bubble too. I found like he was just he came out hot the first two months of the season, and then he kind of mm-hmm. he kind of fallen off a little bit. And maybe that's just because he wasn't used to carrying the load. But if you're thinking of guys who were top, I know yeah, top ten, top fifteen players like Tatum's been really good. Um, LeBron is just LeBron. they've all kind of like nobody's really buckled under the pressure. I don't think between the star players like. No. Yeah. Like, they've all... Everybody's been good. Like, James Harden's doing his thing. Is Westbrook doing, doing well? He's hurt he's, right now. He will, Isn't he? He's hurt. Yeah. He played, like, the first few games of the ball. And then, yeah, so he's... I think he's out for <laughs> a bit. Ben Simmons is done for the year. Yeah, so we'll we'll look into that, and we'll uh, get you an update on who the... Uh, who's the who's, worst? Who's the worst player? <laughs> who's the worst? Who's the worst star in the bubble? And then maybe we'll see if it correlates with uh, them just getting getting a little more energy from the fans. I don't know. I I I it's uh it's probably not something we can measure, but we'll try to. I kind of think you might see that a little bit more in the opposite end. Where there's guys who might be making big shots because the pressure of the moment well, is that's that, what that's we, harder that's to what feel. We said, that's T- what we T- said Warren. last time. T- the yeah. T.J. Warrens, uh, the um. Because like if a guy like Dion Waiters ends up start like making big shots, he's a guy who's like basically never done that in his career. Yeah. And now like if he just starts making them in in an atmosphere where there's no fans, it's just kind of like oh, so now I, like now you can do it. I I like though you see guys like like Lillard hits uh, like crazy shots and then he's still just out of habit like looks up and he's like. <laughs> But it's like you're looking up at no one. Yeah. <laughs> like just no. He's got the virtual. Yeah. Fans. I mean, he's looking like the towards the other way where there's no virtual <laughs> yeah. fans. Like, I think I even saw in, in a couple hockey games like guys scoring goals and like 
flexing for the yeah. crowd. Do we know for do, like is it is the other side? Uh, do, are there seats there? Like, can the other teams come watch? I think like actual people can be there. Yeah, I think you There's have only virtual yeah. fans on the one side. I heard, yeah, but on the other side, yeah, on the other side, is it like is it like only like like the other teams and like, I, like people so that want to come watch? Like, I think I heard Kelly Olynyk like, talking about this. I would be surprised this. if like say LeBron showed up at a game and like started watching. If they wouldn't be like, we got to get a camera on LeBron. Yeah. Oh, apparently, you know Marcus all I mean? was at the. Uh, he went to watch the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies play in game. That's good. Yeah, I like I that. I like that. Former his former team. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Kelly Olynyk was saying, I guess you have to. I wish they would put a camera on them. Yeah, yeah. they might. Show them. Yeah, you have to apply. That would be kind of cool. Maybe the play that could have been something the players said though. We don't want like if, yeah, we don't want the cameras on us. Yeah, if we're gonna go to these. Games. Yeah, like if uh, like yeah. Giannis is showing up at all think... the Raptors games, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't yeah. want that getting out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a with a Siakam jersey yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> He's like he's just like marking down guys he doesn't want there. He's like, he's all like, right, yeah. Gasol's too old. Get him out. Yeah, I want Fred. Keep Fred. Fred's Fred is. Just, I want Matt Thomas. <laughs> Fred is uh, just making sure he's a max guy. Oh yeah, I heard uh, somebody. I can't remember who it was, so I, I can't give them credit. But I heard somebody say, I don't. They basically said, I don't think he's going to get the max, but he's certainly he's playing like a guy who wants to ask for it. He's gonna. Have, like, I think he's. If he plays like this, he's gonna he, get it. Is he restricted still, or is he? I don't think. Yeah, I no. think he's just an unrestricted free yeah, agent. He's just yeah, he's a straight up free agent. Um. So uh, we haven't made any predictions yet, but are we gonna? My my, I think the best series going right now is the Thunder Rockets. So I want to start with that. You guys, uh, who do you think? Who do you think out of that series? Because a lot of these series are kind of like they're obvious, like. Sure, the Magic won game one, but they're not winning the series. I'm sorry. Like, they're not winning that series. Yeah. So, like, or even, like, the, like, like, I hate to say it, but the Trailblazers probably aren't winning either. <laughs> so. I f- I'm more you, confident in them than the yeah. Magic. Oh, yeah, yeah, but because like, they have Lillard. But I like, think I'm yeah. more confident them in them than Dallas, too, probably. Like, they're. Dallas yeah. has Dallas just has more. And apparently Porzingis is playing sick. Yeah. Would you say that the, like, the Raptors are the most uh, automatic at this point. I mean, now uh, that... I would say Boston probably just because Philly looks done. Like yeah. Simmons is done for the year. Embiid, I don't think can do it on his own. I like. I don't know. I have no yeah. faith in Philly winning like, that either. But my two fit. My favorite two. My favorite two series are like the Thunder Rockets and the Nuggets Jazz. Like those. I think those two series well, are gonna be sick. Pacers Heat is pretty fun too because yeah. Warren and Butler <laughs> have been like jawing at each other all year. There's a As lot of good, right now. Pacers are up twenty two nineteen. There's a lot of good so, uh, like a minute a minute left in the first quarter. But a lot of good narratives too in the first round matchups. I find like. Well, the Thunder Rockets is mm-hmm. the best. Like that, it's too. Hopefully, Westbrook comes back. That's the that's Those the, the that's the best uh, storyline story of the right? year. Maybe. Yeah, like they made a huge trade. Other than the bubble, that's the biggest storyline. Yeah. But like, yeah, um, like on, like player personnel wise, right? yeah. that series that, has an opportunity to be at a classic if mm-hmm. it goes to like seven <clears> games, which I think it will. I think it will. Um, Jazz Nuggets. I just, I think both of those teams are. Sort of, they're like houses of cards. They're like where <laughs> like, I, I think, think they're gonna. F- I feel like those two teams are like where the Raptors were before we got Kawhi. Like they're very good teams, yeah. but they're not regular. Like, they're season, not. Yeah. They're not gonna be there. If the, they go up against one of the elite teams, they're gonna yeah. get the great. Nuggets. Especially remind yeah. me of that. Like they're well, they don't play defense. Yeah, like like of the Raptors before. I mean, like, yeah, they do have guys like they're deep. They they're probably the deepest team in the league, if, which which was the Raptors. I think yeah. before Michael Porter, like looks the like bench mob years. Yeah. Um, 
the Jazz had a bunch of problems, obviously, with the Corona stuff. Donovan Mitchell got mad at Rudy because he gave it to him, and they just they haven't looked <laughs> looked good since then. Uh, they're also missing guys. But yeah, I I think I'm gonna make a bold prediction that the Toronto Raptors are gonna come out of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I don't even know if that's that bold. I know I was yeah. saying it, and I'm gonna say they are gonna go up against the, the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, I think the Clippers are are the favorite in mm-hmm. the East right now, like in the West. In the West, sorry. Yeah, yeah I agree. I the agree Lakers don't look very good. No. And besides those two guys, I don't know what else they have. Mm. Well, we'll see well, tonight. Like, this team we'll was... see tonight at nine. Uh, as of the day this comes out. Maybe you you got they will have more information. Our viewers will have more. It's either going to be one one or two zero. Yeah. So my my bold prediction is going to be it's going to be Raps Miami in the conference finals. I think Miami's going to upset Milwaukee on the way there. Yeah. 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 I mean their their defense is really good. I think Bam might be able to shut uh, Giannis down a little bit of uh, yep. a la Marcus Sal or a la Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. So if you just based on what you've seen right now. Who your what's your prediction? You just said it. Clippers raps. I'll go. Cl- uh, you know, I'll mix it up. I'll go Lakers raps. Yeah, you think Lakers Clippers in the conference final? Yeah. To be honest, I probably think it's Clippers raps, but I'm just gonna. I want to differ from you. Well, you d- go with what you think. Okay, well, I'll go, I'll go Clippers raps. This isn't, I gotta. Yeah, I'll put, this put isn't Clippers the quiz, raps out there because I <laughs> where we where we have to all have different answers. I think uh, <laughs> Portland's gonna. I, Portland's gonna give LA a lot of trouble now that I. I'm gonna go Raptors Rockets. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah, it's that, a bit of an upset. Yeah. yeah, so I just, I just, yeah, I just, I think, I think if I think Harden and Westbrook together in the bubble, I don't know. I just like they haven't really like because you're saying Westbrook's been hurt. He's right? coming back. When, I right? think he's supposed to be back by game three. Like that just and and it's been game one was tight. So like you throw Westbrook into the mix, I think that series might actually. I we want it to go seven, but I think it, I don't know if it will if Westbrook hasn't even been playing yet. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm gonna go and and I wanted to mix it up. I want I I want something other than the well, LA teams. The Rockets, they're probably they're running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> like James, what's James? How old's James Harden? Well, Harden and Westbrook are pushing thirty now, yeah, probably like if not already there. They're a desperate team. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like how many like how many more times are you gonna keep running that back before you just move on? Yeah. To be fair though, like they. You're oh, in the Western yeah. Conference with Golden you know, State. For sure. And they, they're probably the closest to actually last year. They were up 3-2 at one point. I remember we went to the bar. Yeah, I lost the beer seven. on that. I was you, so mad. You bet on the Rockets. Yeah, I was Yeah, I was not happy about that. We almost had a Raptors-Rockets final last year. I feel like we might That's get, right. That I, was last year. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we might get called out by our fans, all three of us putting the Raptors in there. But, uh, no, um, I disagree. Yeah. You We're know all... what? We might because we also all predicted the Leafs, which was maybe <laughs> a little biased. But I do think the Raptors. How do you know? Not... The Leafs was definitely biased yeah. because we're out already. <laughs> so it was a hundred percent biased. It was a hundred percent. It was us. It was wishful thinking. We also none of us picked them to win. To be fair, like win the cup. Yeah, none of us picked. We them had the them cup. beating a team that shouldn't have been in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. We don't need to get back into it. Well, actually, no. I picked I picked Tampa. Yeah, that's what I'm no, saying. No, yeah. None of us picked none the Leafs to win. To win. Oh, we picked the... them to win the series. Yeah. Okay, like, okay, so it's okay, not okay. as biased as... Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think... You, picking the Raptors, I don't think you can criticize that. Based on what you've seen. They're, they've no, been the best team in the bubble. Yep. Except for maybe the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> the best team still in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? You go undefeated, you still don't even get a chance at the play-in game. Like, there has, there's something's wrong about that. Like, I... 
I know they got in off of like per, off of like chance percentages that they could have been in there. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, if you go eight and zero, you should have a shot to like make I would, the playoffs. So I'm gonna run yeah, something. I, just, I, and I know this is a special circumstance. This is never gonna happen again. Yeah, because the bubble is probably not gonna be needed next year. Hopefully, fingers crossed. One thing I was but, I was kind of thinking about something. I don't. This is kind of pie in the sky, like an out there idea. But I was kind of thinking going forward, maybe you had a rule that if you go 10 and 0, like if you win 10 games down the stretch or something, like after the trade deadline, if you win 10 games in a row and you're not in the playoffs, you get a like a play in game with the eight seed. Because that, like, no, like that's almost never going to happen. Yeah. And it still, like, it still gives teams something. Like if you're, say you're like a fan of a bad team like the Knicks and the Knicks all of a sudden reel off like four in a row. You're like, like, oh, yeah, we like just we, win six more. Yeah, like we, we might well, get a play. It gives my, you like it keeps things a little bit interesting, but it's not my take crazy is, enough that it's going to ruin. My take is more like if you if you have eight games in the bubble, yeah. and statistically, if you go eight and zero, there's still a chance that you don't make it. You just shouldn't be in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's like that's I, how it should have been yeah, at I the beginning. Like if you if you could if you had those eight games and you had a chance to win all of them and still not make it, you shouldn't be included. But you know what? That was almost kind of best case scenario for them too as a franchise because they so the bubble games didn't affect your lottery odds, so yeah. they kept the lottery odds they had before and then went on that run and got all their players that experience and then fair. didn't fair and, and kept yeah, their lottery pick and they're uh, yeah they're they're gonna be they're gonna be talked about going into next season right because they're. Uh, when you just keep those your your teams on a high now instead of just you would have got swept exactly by the like that was almost yeah best I mean, case I know scenario pl- for them. I guess playoff experience mm-hmm. is helpful but I don't know how much helpful it is just walking into a series with the Lakers and just getting dummied every game. How much better does that team look if they took Luca instead of DeAndre Ayton too? Oh, like that that might be looked back as one like the uh, Sam well, no, Bowie over they, Michael Jordan. Did they do it twice? What do you mean? Didn't the Suns do it tw- like two oh, they drafts took in a Josh, row? Uh, Josh Jackson at one point out of Kansas, over which was somebody else. Yeah, I think Tatum maybe. Yeah, might have like been over they, Tatum. I think they've done that twice. Yeah, they yeah. Where they've they've had a top three pick and they just like they picked yeah. the one that was the worst. I think the they three. took J- Jackson over Tatum. The yeah. Kings actually. I'm just looking at yeah that draft there. They took Marvin Bagley over. That's what Luka it was. Too. That's what it was because no. it was from that uh, Game of Zones thing. Remember yeah. when it, they made the. Uh, like the Sun Kings, <laughs> they, That's right. they combined yeah, yeah, the yeah. two teams, and then they're like, "No, like Marvin Bagley and DeAndre Ayton, they they're good, they're good analytically. <laughs> like they'll be good enough." That was the the bone, like because Ayton was still he was consensus. He's one. still a good player, and he too. was like he's like Luca kind of came out of nowhere. Everyone knew he was good. Plus, there's I think a little bit of risk drafting a guy out of Europe. Yeah, like no but. one knew he was going to be like on pace to be the best player in the yeah. league. The Bagley pick, like he probably should have went to. Yeah, like that was a bad pick. Plus the Suns, you have Devin Booker. Plus the Hawks too that year. They traded out of the three spot to take Trey Young. They could have t- they could have just took Luca, but they traded back to take Trey Young. Um, so do you want to move on? Yeah. So one more thing that came out this past week was the um, the Masai Ujiri video after uh, was when they the Raps won the NBA title. I think it was Game Six in Oakland. You know what? And I think we all knew Masai didn't do anything because we know Masai <laughs> as a person. He's like the he's like just like exudes class. Yeah, Masai. And I could not see him in like one of the best moments of his life, like getting like pushing somebody and like and like abuse like abuse. yeah. He's just he wouldn't be like I could see some some like some types of some type of people would be like 
Like, fuck you, I just want a championship. But, like, he's not, like, get out of my way. I'm more important than you. He he does not, he's not that kind of person. And having said all so, that, like, too. like, I can never see that him doing that. And now this video yeah. evidence shows that, like, we were we were right. Having, yeah. with all that said, too, I cannot believe how one-sided that video is, too. Like, I kind of, part of, like, part of me just kind of expected maybe Masai shoves him back, like, right away. Maybe Masai's, like... Like bumps into him on yeah, the like way. Yeah, like he gets shoved, and then besides, like, hey, like besides walking towards him, like reaching into his pocket for his credential, and then like the guy just like shoves him right away. He's and like, then he says, "I'm the president of the Raptors." Yes. And then the guy shoves him again. Yeah, yeah. So the and the way. Yeah, but I, this is my court. And kind of, <laughs> and like the thing too, <laughs> You're if you fucking watch, mall cop, the, get uh, off the court, buddy. The high angle video too. Masai walks past a couple security guards before that, so like these guys let him past, and then this guy just steps up and is the enforcer of the court. Yeah. Um. And he's he's got a uh, he's been charged with insurance fraud for he he purposely damaged his uh, vehicle and then made a claim on it. Okay. So part of this, like, I mean, one, he maybe is just racist, which there's probably a part of that. Two, he's a he saw he knew who Masai was. He saw dollar signs, and he's like, hey, if I get into uh, some sort of scuffle with this guy i have a chance to make some money but it's like dude you're wearing a body like yeah. i don't understand the mindset three three it's just um bad luck by him because he's probably just the kind of guy that was like that was like this is a big this is a big moment like i gotta exude my power a little bit and he was just like he didn't know who Masai was and he saw a guy trying to get onto the court a big guy that and he was like i'm gonna I'm going to use my power a little bit here and just try to stop this guy and just bad luck. But like, like you tried to stop the wrong guy. Yeah. In the video too, but he never says like, you need a credential to be here or anything. He, a, he says back the fuck. You need to back the fuck like a, up. Cause like, that's like, that's a, it, it looked like a power trip to yeah. me in the video. And like, I think that's exactly what yeah. it was. But also your so job like, is, is not to stop the guy. Your job is to probably find out who he is mm -hmm. first. Yeah. And then if, if, and then if he's not someone supposed to be there, mm -hmm. then you try and stop him. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> you just yeah. So, uh, well, we all know like police in the states, like their number one uh, greatest characteristic is their discretion, <laughs> right? Right. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they're doubling down on uh, oh, which is just crazy. This, like after the video, even like even if maybe they have more evidence, which I don't even think is possible that they have more evidence that maybe has Messiah in a bad light. I I don't even think that's possible, but. Knowing that this is out there, I think you have to like say, "Look, we're not going to comment on this. Just we'll wait until everything's played out in court." That's like if you don't even like if you want to kind of stick by your guy a little bit. But like even so, guys, when... I don't understand how they just double down on that. Be like, "Well, we know what the evidence says. We know we know that Masai's <laughs> well, the aggressor." It's, it's, it's like we don't. I don't like. We don't have to get it. Like yeah. this is getting a little too much into politics. But I mean, we, we your parents are are. Uh, both police officers, yep. but there's definitely a a group of police. It's not all of them that it's like no matter what, we're defending. Yeah, our you know like yeah, even oh, a, sure. like the the George Floyd Floyd guy. There mm -hmm. was a segment of police who were like, no matter what, we back this guy. And it's the only real profession where you see that happen. Yeah, like if you work with someone and they do something crazy, you're like that guy was being an idiot. Right, mm -hmm. they they have this mindset where they have to. At the end of the day, we have to protect him. Doesn't matter what he did. It's like no, if the guy's being an idiot, call him an idiot. <laughs> so but. if you're on, if you're on the rap, like this is just all hypothetical right here. So if you're on the Raptors and we and and they uh, get their second straight title, 
and you and you see like you're on the Raptors and you see Masai Ujiri coming onto the court, would you just pretend to like push him back? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like yeah. Kyle Lowry give him a yeah, shove yeah. or something. Yeah, like I think that'd be hilarious. Like I, he's like she's like whoa 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 whoa. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you have your I credential, man? The, like yeah. what are you doing? I love the video of Lowry, Lowry. like going yeah. to get him. And then you hear, do you like you hear Lowry's like, don't worry about that. We're over here. Yeah. We're over here. And then Masai, yeah. they just have the ba- like nice hugs. Yeah. And I think, speaking of endearing rap, uh, Lowry moments, the his two kids, oh, yeah, announcing his name at the beginning of the playoffs, just like the the he was beaming. He was like he was so happy. You it can't was, fake that. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was awesome. And I think too with that Lowry thing, it just kind of shows the what a leader he is for this team. Just to have the presence of mind after winning your first title. He's like, where's Masai? Yeah, Masai like should go, be here. Well, like he clearly noticed the commotion going yeah. on. And he, um, and even to think that those two haven't always had the best relationship, too. Like, they've all, like, I know this is a bigger moment than that, but they've always had... Things have always been a little bit rocky with them, I would say. Maybe not, like, well, after the DeMar trade, Kyle was clearly upset with that. Well, and the rumors, like, the rumors came that out they, that they were tra- shopping him to that the they, Knicks. They and, did, basically. Tra- yeah. They traded him to the Knicks, yeah. and then Jimmy Dolan stepped in to... And Lowry is, like, I love him, but he's not... You can tell he's... He's an emotional guy. You're going to have a lot of... He's going to argue with yeah. him on a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's, Everything. He's going to yeah. let his opinion known for sure. So they probably had a lot of things that we don't even know about where they've been in some serious and debates. Even after they won the title, I think he, Lowry was giving that interview, I think, with Rachel Nichols and Kawhi Leonard. And Lowry said, like, a lot of people don't realize that this wasn't... This like until about December, this was clear. This we did not have a great great relationship or something like that. He said something along those lines that like him and Kawhi even. Yeah, he yeah. said like things were not always pretty back there, but we he said like we hashed it out around the new year and there you go. So yeah, just Kyle Lowry, just another Hall of Fame moment for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just Masai winning a title, fighting a cop, and turning out the lights on Oracle Arena and shutting down the Warriors dynasty is like an all time. Canadian heritage moment mm-hmm. to yeah just where, what a way so where were what you a way to yeah, yeah. <laughs> what like, just what a thing for the resume I hope to see that in, on one of those commercials in the future <laughs> just, <laughs> just him shoving the cop and then hugging Lowry and yeah then, and then Marcus all chugging Rose <laughs> yeah and then like, them on, like, <laughs> on the parade them boarding up Oracle Arena mm-hmm. have you <laughs> that's the uh Rose is such like a like I can drink whatever I want. I'm a fucking champ. <laughs> you know I mean? Like I, it's the last thing I would pick to to drink at a, at a celebration. The video of him. Like, I went into my little sister's room. I grabbed her bottle of rose. <laughs> I went so, to the parade. He's so big that mm. when you, I think when you see that video, you're like, oh, he's just chugging a like a big beer. Yeah. And you're like, oh no, that's a full bottle of wine. <laughs> yeah. Down the hatch. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. you want to move on to the Jays now? Um, yeah, it's not going to be as, it's uh, been an up and down, like a roller coaster ride. We're like 20 games into the season and it's been nonstop up and down ups and downs for this team. Um, the, the kind of mindset where I'm at is, is it feels like this team's like four and like 25. I know. Yeah. I, yeah. But they're as of today, they have a doubleheader with the Phillies and they can get into a playoff spot with a win. Yeah. I think they're 10. And I think 11. if they, yeah. They're they're a game game or half a game back of the Orioles right now for the last playoff spot. Couple unfortunate injuries this week oh. though, or which, in the last week. The, which these With things Bichette are going to yeah Anderson. yeah. Uh, Bichette, I think they're saying he's going to be out probably till early September. Was the yeah 
bad. be hopeful. And then Pearson, we don't really know. He's on the the 10-day IL with forearm tightness, which is usually not a good sign. That's usually like a – that's one of the symptoms of Tommy John, needing so Tommy John. He's but, at least going to miss two starts. Yep. Yeah. Um, um, Shulman was actually saying on the broadcast – Shulman and Buck were talking on the broadcast yesterday, and they said they think they would probably – if they had, if it was up to them, they would bring him back in the bullpen when he gets back and just let him be like an eighth inning setup man and throw 100 miles an hour and just kind of get his confidence back because he's gotten rocked the last couple well, he, times. And he can't, yeah, he hasn't been able to locate his fastball but at all. The flip side of that is now maybe there's an explanation. Like now maybe we like maybe he was pitching through this the last couple times. He was like and didn't want to say anything. So maybe that's kind of a bit of an explanation for yeah, why he's been so I, rocky. I mean, I don't have any – he would be in the – like he's only p- pitching in the major leagues this year because of – there is no minor leagues, probably. Yeah. Do you think he would have been up? I I think it would have because I think it would have been right around May or June. The date, like the the service time date, would have been around them. So I think it would have depended on how the team was doing. Like if they were in a playoff race, maybe they would have thought about it. But and how I don't was, think I definitely don't think it was a guarantee that he would have been up here. And exactly how he was how pitching. He was and, pitching. Uh, so I yeah I don't really. I mean I'm not really too worried about him in his third like second and third and fourth major league starts having some rocky innings. Mm-hmm. He looked really good in the first one. The Bo Bichette injury is a dagger. That's a dagger. He's like this team's best player right now, I would say. Yeah. Him and Randall Grichuk. And if he's the... out till September, um Randy Grichuk. And they don't uh, we were kind of talking about this last week. They don't have a major league backup shortstop. Like Panic can't play short cuz he can't make that throw. I guess Brandon Drury would be the guy, but he's I don't know. Like, if you, I don't know how long you can go with him as your starting shortstop. Well, and Espinal's been Espinal's actually kind of he's been okay since he came back up, but <clears throat> I'm starting to struggle. <laughs> Is this one harder than the, uh, the no? 53? I mean, no, it wasn't. Not necessarily harder. Just it's like different because I just I just woke up <laughs> yeah. like ten minutes before we started. You want to turn that AC on? Yeah, it's getting yeah, toasty in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might be it. So I turned it off because it was a little loud, but it doesn't really matter that much. <clears throat> Um, yeah, Randall Gritchuk, maybe he's the guy who uh, yeah, puts the team on his back. Kind of making Marcus Stroman look a little bit dumb now, eh? Yeah. Marcus uh, Stroman. City, never, City will never love you the way they love me. Uh, with his high school chirps on Rand- Randall <laughs> Gritchuk. Nobody likes you. Everyone likes me. Um, Randall Gritchuk's been doing his best Mike Trout impression for the last, last week and a half. Still, the stupid mistakes... Oh, from, like, the rest of the team. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's been frustrating. Every Jays game I watch, I'm just, even the ones where they win, I'm, like, scratching my head either at some ridiculous decisions by the the, the manager or some bonehead Uh, defensive plays. Tay Oscar's kind of been the biggest culprit of that, too. Like, he's... But he's a guy who's bad. You need to have in the line. Oh, yeah. You got to keep that eight hole hitter in the, yeah, game, like in the game. You can't take your eighth hitter out. <laughs> He's um, um, he, like the overthrowing the cutoff man is maybe one of those things that doesn't that uh, the casual fan maybe doesn't pick up on. But like there was, it's just a huge problem if you like because if you overthrow the cutoff man, runners can move up and it just makes things more difficult. And it's just he's done that time and time again, and it's that's just one of the boneheaded things. There's been base running mistakes. There's been error. It's just. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's a it's it, the young team, obviously, but yeah. But some of the mistakes are from guys who aren't young. Yeah, like Travis Shaw Travis cannot Shaw. Travis Shaw cannot be making base running mistakes like no. that. Like, um, do you you want to talk about Ryu? Yeah, he got yanked. I think against the Orioles after eighty six pitches. And that's what's is, scary about a guy that doesn't have the heat. Like he has to be on. 
know what I mean? Because he's a, he's a guy that's about that's about control. No, no, I mean he got pulled from the game after it, after throwing oh, throwing just eighty six pitches. They took him out. Oh, I thought you were talking about. Okay, there it is. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry you're sleepy. I thought, um, yeah, I thought you meant like he got like yanked because he was no, he was, he was bad. No, he, he was, was unbelievable. unbelievable. He was really good, and they took him out oh, after eighty six okay. pitches. Yeah. All right, um, guys, that's Aaron. Uh, it's all good, man. You messing up? It's all good. <laughs> like the cons- the concern is the last three starts he's been unreal, and yeah, they, like won't let him pitch more so, than five innings. I don't know if this is they're just trying to keep his confidence up or something, or like if. If they like, because he ha- he has had injury problems in the past, so maybe they're just trying to be extra careful with him, be- and knowing that they have a good bullpen, they kind of have the luxury to do that. The maybe they're just trying that. to make sure they have him as fresh as possible towards the end of the year, because they know they're going to be battling or, for the last wild card spot. They want to like really ride him down the, down the stretch. Or the front office is like, "Don't make me look stupid. We gave this guy a ton of money. Let's if he gets through six innings with good numbers, get him out." Maybe. <laughs> that, I don't think that's, that's a cynic. That's a cynic. That way is a to very look cynic. That would be Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, he's not a, yeah, I could understand if it was a guy like who threw, throws 100 miles an hour and you're like, hey, give this guy a pitch yeah. count, like get him out after five. But he's not, he's throwing like 89. Like he's not, yeah, he's, the guy's going to be wearing out his arm. He's like, marked Throwing early, 89 is still, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that's easy on your body. You're, I'm sure you still have a sore arm the next day. And but we don't know too. Maybe this is just him saying like, hey, "I'm done." Like maybe he's, it's taken him a little bit longer to work up to where he needs to be. But yeah, I mean, at least like you said, the bullpen's been really good. Another thing too that I think people lose sight of is that we're 21 games into the year. The, if like we're in August, way. but that would be, it's a third of the way. But like in a real season, we're not even through the first month of the year. So it's like, you would never make judgments off guys after one month and like i don't know yeah it's just something that it's kind of hard to like it's a very unique season we've obviously talked about that but it's just kind of you kind of have to keep reminding yourself that we're still that it's we're 21 games in to what has been a very stressful year for everybody and difficult situation to deal with but at the same time you're a third of the way exactly and yeah and then like your inner fan comes out and you're like we're in a playoff race there's 35 games left or whatever like What's insane too is the trade deadlines in two. Is yeah. in, what's the day today? The trade deadlines the end of August. It's in eleven days. And <laughs> who's gonna be like? I, there may not be moves made. And, well, another. I'm kind of surprised they're doing a trade deadline too. Because if you want to like, hypothetically, let's say you trade for a guy and then there's an outbreak in that team, like, I, I almost kind of would have said that there's no. Maybe you can't do this, but I would have just said no trades this year. Just everybody stick with your roster. Let's try and... Yeah, I wonder if they're going to do a thing or where there's no trade deadline at all. Like You, you can, can trade, trade whenever, whenever you want. The opposite side of that. Because <laughs> well, who's going to be selling, guys, if you're... Like if you just no go, one's out of a playoff spot. Boston is maybe the only team that's like... They've already lost. Like Boston, Seattle, <laughs> the Angels, of course, are best player in the league. Can't, there's a few teams that are like 10... Pittsburgh's 4-16. and 16. Right. Like there's teams that... There are teams that are... Clearly, on the flip side struggle. of that too, though, are you are you going to be willing to part with like prospects, knowing that this the season the play- could end and the playoffs are the first round's essentially a coin flip? It, well, and the uh, the season could it's, be done in three weeks. Like there could true. be an outbreak. So it's like if you trade, like I say, you're like hypothetically the New York Mets trade two prospects for Marcus Stroman, and then he just you get out. seven starts out of him or whatever. Like just yeah. things like that can happen too. So it's like. I'll be I don't know. It'll be very. It'll be really intriguing to see just how things go down. I'll be surprised if there's any like significant moves. Maybe just guys who are pending free agents, where it's like you don't want to lose them for nothing. Yeah. So you may, but I, I bet you the prices on these guys are going to be pretty low. 
Um, what's your uh, last week? Your Vlad concerns were at a three. What do you? What have you seen in the last week? I think I'm probably going to stick about a three. No, he's, he's done nothing to impress nothing, you. He's been he's done nothing to concern you more. Uh, three out of ten. Yeah, yeah he's, okay. he's uh, starting to. Uh, he's had some more tough defensive plays, but I don't know, it's again like I was just saying. I kind of had a bit of an epiphany that we're only a month into the year. Yeah, in a regular it's year, true. and it's it's hard to like judge guys based off a month of play, but. I'll stick with a three because there are still things that obviously concern me, but it's you kind of just gotta hope that he figures it out at this point. Like, um, let's just do a quick ch- check in on this. That that championship belt is still uh, up for grabs. Yeah, I'm, they're halfway to my win total, so that, I'm not looking. They could be it's, eight games away. It's twenty. By the end of the day, uh, twenty three wins or less for me. Oh, okay. You win it. So they could have that by like. The next time we do this podcast, they should be like five games away from that. Anywhere between twenty-four and thirty-two, it's mine. You know what? I think they should sell at the deadline. And then thirty-three and up, Aaron gets the championship belt. I think that you're in a tough spot. I think Aaron's could be doable. They'd have to go on a run without Bo Bichette. I don't see it happening. Come on, boys! I think I'm going to be wearing that strap. Um, But we'll see. Yeah, you're going to be hypothetically wearing this. Yeah, because we're keeping it up here. It's nailed in. I think the first day I nailed it in. I Does it not come off? It. Like you can't like take um, it off the nail. You have to take. Oh, the like nail. take the nail. Yeah, right. the, it's it's in like you know those little button yeah, holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like through the buttonhole. And I thought it, you could just slide it off. No, but, there's oh, like okay. the little lip of the nail doesn't let you you get it. We're off. gonna have to have a further discussion about this. <laughs> the, it's for another day. The champion but, is gonna have to wear um, the belt. Uh, la- um, last baseball thing. Fernando Tatis. Mm-hmm. You know what happened, Aaron. Yeah. You might need an update because you've been out of you've been in a hole for the mm-hmm. last four days, five yeah. days. Mm-hmm. So Fernando Tatis Jr. probably the most, arguably the most exciting young player in the game right now. Uh, Padres are up big; they're up by seven late in the game. He's got a three zero count. Uh, they throw him a pitch down the middle. He swings, but bases are loaded. He hits a grand slam. Nice. Rangers manager and a bunch of players on their team say that that's disrespectful uh, because they were up by seven and uh, he had a 3-0 count. He should have just let the pitch go by and take, took the pitch. He apologizes. So this is – we can talk about how that ridiculous that is, but the larger discussion there is is the MLB, it's safe to say, is struggling to stay relevant. I think if you look at the big four sports, I mean, hockey – is on a smaller scale, um, but w- what they do within that scale, I think they do a better job than a- the MLB does. I mean, you could argue they're struggling for relevance in the U.S. as well. Do you think that if they just f- got rid of this bullshit of like these unwritten rules, like let guys have personalities, let guys pimp home runs, like that yeah. they'd do a lot better job maintaining. And I threw the NHL in there too because I think that the NHL has a little bit of that. I think the NHL has kind of been embracing the, the other star. side of it yeah. lately. But there is still that – there's a, definitely a segment of hockey uh, who are like, you know, the Don Cherry. Well, you, you actually saw it in <laughs> the – guys hey, who are like, don't celebrate goals. You kind of saw like, it in the don't. playoffs this year with uh, – like it was Philly-Montreal and Montreal was winning big and they uh, – Kirk Muller, who's the head coach right now, because Claude Julian had a bit of a medical incident, but he had his, I guess they were up, the game was over, and they, they got a power play, and he left his first power play out there, and Alan Vigneault 
had like a problem with that in the media. He said like, we're going to remember that Kirk Muller left his first power play out there. And basically what Kirk just said, he's like, we, we have no practice time. We've been, we're in a bubble. I'm just going to leave my first power play out there. Cause we haven't had any time to practice. Like, it's not, it's not a disrespect thing. We're just working on stuff. The way that I look at any of this stuff across any sport is like, okay. If you're, if you're 12 <laughs> years old and you're, you're beating a team, you know, in hockey, yeah. you're beating a team 11, nothing. It's little kids. Okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe take your foot off the gas. All of these guys are like professional athletes. They get paid millions of dollars to do what they do. In baseball, your statistics is like how you like get paid. Like yeah. at the end maybe of the day, don't, maybe don't throw a meatball. Up yeah. yeah, exactly. Like just don't. If you're a hitter, when you're trying to like make could, money, you're you're going into a next contract. It's like you're pointing at your stats. Yeah. It's like, look, yeah. look at my on-base percentage. Look at how many hits I got. I could see them being mad if he, like, pimps the home run and stares at it and does, like, a Batista bad flip. And I don't think he did that. I don't – I didn't, didn't yes, stick yeah. out to me when I watched it. No, he just hit – like, he hit the home run. He was happy about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like – But he wasn't, like, yelling at the pitch. Well, how often do you get a chance to hit a grand slam? That's right. right. That too. Yeah, like – That's yeah, uh, That doesn't happen. And all. especially coming from the Texas Rangers, which are just a team that I'm sick of their bullshit, like – well, they they were the ones who got mad about the Batista bad. Oh, play. they get mad about but everything. Like for what you just said, Gary, this is a Garrett Cole that quote. They asked him about it. He said it's pretty hard to hit a grand slam, so whatever count you want to try and hit one, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that's yeah. yeah. It's what so what? <laughs> and see, I'm I I like because I I mean I'm in the past in the past I've kind of defended the uh, the old school. Uh, way of doing it um i think it should be a mixture of both like i think sportsmanship should obviously still be important well i think Class there's, a, there's definitely still be a, there's definitely a line like, there's yeah, a line yeah. like it should all still be important but like this is a we're talking about a rookie who has a chance to hit a grand slam in the in the major leagues mm -hmm. like leave him the fuck alone well, and let like, him enjoy and, it like and honestly idea... and your team your team is getting roasted maybe like Point the fucking mirror at yourself. Yeah, and the you idea that like we take don't need a little need personal to, responsibility. We don't need to try on this pitch because there's an unwritten rule that a guy's just not gonna swing. Yeah, like that's like that's like going against like the whole um, idea of sport. Yeah, just yeah. not trying. Yeah. what the fuck? That's, yeah, yeah. Like, that's worse. That's even worse. I agree. Yeah, actually, like, I, kinda, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree like, with that. That's even worse. And actually, what Tatis did the next game was arguably worse. I don't know if you noticed that it was either the next game or the game after. They were up, I think, by five. And or the game was like pretty close to being over again, and he he stole third base, right? Which is like I think to me that you can have you can have a conversation about that. I think he stole third base with two outs. See, and it's but like, I think you're. But if he did it, he did it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. No, yeah. stop him from doing stop it. Stop him from to, stealing the base. To me, I think that's more of a like. I mean, there's lines an insult than, everything. than like, hitting a ball, like, like doing what the you're whole, supposed to do. You can talk about like the Karan Butler thing where he stole the ball with like. Oh, I was at that game. I was at that game. Like that made me mad. Right. And so, but that made I you mean, mad because it was against your guy. Right? Yeah. Well, so yeah. Dude, I don't know for people that don't know the, the, the game was over. It was Raps Wizards. Uh, Jonas Valent like uh, Washington had a free throw. They were Washington was uh, losing. JV grabbed the rebound. He was standing at half court, and Karan Butler so went let up. The yeah, let the because the, the, the shot clock was off. He goes up to shake his hand, and JV sticks his hand out, and Karan Butler steals the ball and goes in for a layup, losing. Like I think it's I think like, right. I like that. Joe, I, <laughs> I like but I think that's like, like I think you look like an idiot if you're losing. Yeah. I'd almost rather a team do that if they're winning. <laughs> that's like just no, I, that's I, rub the it extreme in. example. Yeah, I like it. I like a heel. 
but he's I, pissed. Yeah, that's, he's pissed that they're losing, and he's just like, all right, fuck you, then. I'm not shaking your hand. <laughs> that Bam, kind of stuff. No, he stuck his hand out. Like, Karan Butler did? Yeah, he stuck. Even better of a heel move. <laughs> yeah, even better. He even better. He tricked him. Even better. <laughs> but I like, I like it. That kind of stuff. I think it's funny. Like, that's an extreme example. Yeah. But even the stuff Juan Soto was getting shit in the playoffs mm-hmm. last year because he was... Like, the way he would crouch after. Yeah, and kind of stare pitchers down and, like, dare them to, you know, throw him a good pitch. Yeah, but that that's makes a, it, like, that makes that just hurts, more, Yeah, it just it hurts it, baseball if you're going to freak out about that. Yeah, like, like you want excitement. I and, want... And it gives people something to cheer about, too. Like, if you don't... Like, if he does stuff that you don't like, sure. But, like, I don't know. That's good to have villains, I think. It is. Speaking yeah. of villains, can we talk about how shitty Altuve's been? I love him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's been batting like eight. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? There were like two. You were eight. That's the best. That's where the best hit. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. actually. There yes. were like two. Uh, there were two. Uh, like, I haven't watched a lot of Astros games, but there were like two like memes going around where it was like, the pitch was like way outside and he was swinging. It was just, <laughs> <laughs> just the best. Like the best. He only can. He, He's a three forty hitter if there's trash cans. Yeah, yeah, and if there's buzzers on his shoulder. Yeah. So, speaking of horrible takes, do you want to move to? Uh, do you want to bring up friend of the show, Mike Milbury? Oh, a couple, couple we good got some, Boston guys oh. with some good takes. Speaking of villains, as well, yeah. Mike. Uh, friend of the show, we talked about him last week, and known idiot Mike <laughs> Milbury. Uh, he. So, speaking of old school mentalities, he went on the uh, when Tuka Rask opted out which has now come out at the time we didn't know but make make if the you assumption d- if you yeah, if you don't know don't make a, a like a like a blanket statement about the guy he went on the uh back in my day you just play through everything none of like none of my guys that i played with would opted out it's like first of all you never played in a pandemic yeah <laughs> so maybe just hold the take there um, and now that the the what's come out, the reason why Tuka Rask opted out, it makes that take look even stupider. Yeah, did we? I don't know if we, did we mention what it was. It was uh, his do- one of his daughters had like a medical emergency, and he left to go right be at home with his yeah. family when that happened. And yeah. bit, like, is she okay? Does anybody know? Uh, if I, don't, she's okay I haven't heard or? anything about that. Okay. But and oh, he he had hopefully said she's okay. Uh, Shout out to uh, Tuka Rask and his family. Hope she's okay. The yeah, night before course. that, after the game, he made comments about how he just felt like the atmosphere in the bubble. He wasn't – I don't know what the quote was, but he was saying it, it doesn't feel like playoff hockey to Tuka me. Like, that? I'm not into it. And then it was the next day where he opted out. Yeah. Um, he probably – maybe he already knew he was kind of like – he's already knew I might I might leave here. Yeah. And he just said something. Sort of just come. prepping. Yeah, That's but what it, it made it a little bit worse uh, for some people like Mike Milbury, I guess. But. <laughs> right. What did he say exactly, Milbury? Um, well, basically, that's basically what it was. So was it's just, just like – I think it's like, I wouldn't have done that. And like – yeah, no, but like – no, like, yeah, basically. And, like, I, I, uh, he was commenting on how it was, like, I think he said something about it being wrong to, like, originally go and then opt out halfway through. Yeah, and I don't think he said the words back in my day, but he said, I, would, I wouldn't opt out. I like my family. I love my family, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't opt out. I love hockey. I like my family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have done it. So more Boston bad takes. Oh, this one's unreal. Uh, maybe my least favorite announcer her commentator jack edwards and he's one like, of my least favorite players he is Ochara. speaking of heel like jack edwards is maybe the best heel in the business yeah. like yeah. in the nhl yeah. like just better like fucking school bus yellow teeth oh. with his fucking <laughs> gross fucking glasses his dumb look his dumb face fuck you jack edwards honestly i don't care if you're watching this fuck you come on come on name on the front we fucking want you and that's me 
exhausted. And I'm still getting that animated over fucking Jack. Why do you say what? But keep going. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry to interrupt. Do you have the quote there? Uh, uh, so no, basically, what happened was he—it's uh, a tweet. Evgeny is it Evgeny Smechnikov? What's his name? Andre. Andre. <laughs> Come on, Evgeny Smechnikov. <laughs> it's his brother. brother yeah. That plays for, so there uh, is Detroit. an Evgeny Smech. Andre. Yeah. Smech- I always mix them. Yeah, up. one's a superstar. Andre Smechnikov uh, got tangled up with Zdeno Chara. Ended up like a pretty gruesome, that maybe looked, not gruesome, but a gr- yeah, a gross-looking knee injury. One of my favorite players. Yeah, man, one, of t- one of the top young players in the game, and for a uh, basically what. Uh, Jack Edwards came out and said on Twitter, Mike has it there if you want to read it. Uh, So, yeah, Jack Edwards, this is the tweet. What NBC hasn't shown yet regarding the unfortunate injury to Svechnikov. So he admits it was an unfortunate Well, that's good. That's good. (laughs) The Carolina wing playing hobby horse, riding Chara on the back apron of the goal. You poke the bear, you take your chances. No one wanted to see Svechnikov hurt, but he bit off more than he could chew. Yeah. So, or. Andrei Svechnikov biting off more than he can chew was when he fought Alex Ovechkin and just got dummied. Yeah. That was like, that's biting off more than you can chew. Yeah, because it's a, it's a me versus you. Yeah. Like, we're both agreeing to fight. And, like... And I don't... You know what? I don't in think fairness Char- to Chara, yeah. in fairness to yeah. Chara, he's a dirty player. I don't care what anybody says. Chara gets away with way more than he should. Yep. He's a dirty player. He's big, and people often give him the benefit of the doubt because he's just bigger than everybody. I, but he's dirty. But this play specifically was a net front battle. Yeah. It, was, oh, I, it was bad luck. I don't think he did and anything I, wrong. I, yeah, but I, just don't, to like, I really don't think he did anything wrong. But that take is still ridiculous. And it almost like, makes it sound like... You just don't say it. I also like, don't... I don't know if... Chara does illegal things on the ice that he knows he can get away with. I don't know if he's necessarily a. I don't think he tries to hurt people. I think he's dirty. Uh, I, I don't think know. He's dirty. When you, like I think he does. I think he, dude, he, he, he takes. He people skate by penalties. him all the time, and he like horse yeah. collars them. I remember yeah. him like, uh, fucking throws them back, the, and his cross checks in front of the net are like, are like, like they're just. It's just a known thing. Like battling with Chara in front of the net, like he's gonna get away with cross checks. He's gonna hit you in he the. He gets kid. away with. He's stuff. gonna hit you in the. Kidneys. I'm not saying he doesn't get away with stuff. I just don't know if he's intentionally like trying to hurt people. I don't know what he's intentionally trying to do. I'm not in his head, but he well, does he dirty. Knows they don't call he does dirty on. shit. If it's a penalty, that's that. That's the definition of dirty. Dirty to me means you're trying like. Dirty getting to me away means with you're, a penalty doesn't mean you're dirty. You're dirty, in my opinion. It means you're I, getting away with a penalty. That, dirty means you're I trying to like hurt people. I think I think dirty is like you're 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 playing. You're doing things that aren't allowed, which are penalties. That's dirty. Yeah, but if you know opinion. they're not going to call it. That's like savvy. Yeah, but that yeah, it might be. Yeah, you might be a. A savvy, dirty player. You can be both. Yeah. Yeah, I would say I like. I to me, dirty is a guy who's trying to like injure people. But I do agree with you that Chara is. I do think Chara is a dirty player, though. Yeah. Like, he I tries do, to injure people. I, I think he, he's maybe a little bit more careless than he should be. Like he does things that he that he can do because he's big and he doesn't. I don't know. We're splitting hairs, but yeah. Um, I was just trying to be f- and, as fair to Jack yeah, as possible it, <laughs> for the dumb, that, one of the dumbest comments that, I've ever seen. And that comment too makes it that make his comment makes it seem like Chara is a dirty player. He makes it yeah. seem like Chara was trying to do that. Yeah, right. Well, he calls it an unfortunate injury. But then he says, you, you, "You poke the bear, the you get what you deserve." Like, which is yeah, so dumb. Yeah, like that's not how it works. No, <laughs> no. Sveshnikov was on fire too in the, yep. in the bubble. He was playing so well. I don't know. I just 
And now they're now they win four, they win four one in the series, and Boston's moving on, and it's just like just cementing my hatred of this team. Oh, just somehow like oh, the Leafs. Somebody take them out. Leafs man, didn't please. even play the Bruins this year, and my nah. hatred continues to grow. Don't worry, man. Your Islanders will, will stop the, the Bruins. <laughs> I also don't. Like they're gonna that. go. They're gonna be in the conference finals again. But I get to I get I have to cheer for them now. Um. I like the Islanders. I just don't like their fans because they were mean to I see. Player. I actually like their fan. I well, I yeah. like their fan base. Yeah. They have like well, a they're, really they're, good fan They're base. passionate. Yeah, yeah, they're passionate. And I'm not taking that away from them. This they're is a kinda, personal thing for me. This is a personal dude, a thing. A player they're, going they're, to another team and then that fan base booing them, we do yeah. that all the time. Yeah, but <laughs> like I we, know, but people don't like we us. We booed Vince Carter no, until like – Everyone does that. Yeah, but people don't like our fan base, and and that's fine. I don't I, think that's true. People don't like Leafs people fans. Praise, well, people praise. People hate Leafs fans. fans. I, was the, I was talking about the Raptors. No, I'm talking Leafs. Leafs like I'm talking. Well, I thought we moved on to NHL. So yeah. I, I was I was going with Leafs fans compared to Islanders fans. Jays fans have been bad for that yeah, too. Yeah, but I, guys I think every leave. Canadian team hates every Canadian other Canadian team's fan base. Mm. I think the Islanders kind of remind me of the. They're like the Bills of the NHL. Honestly, like a I small think, market I think, yeah. team, yeah, like really dedicated I, I, fan base. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like but they yeah, moved so. away. They moved to the city, and their fan base was so pissed that they, they brought moved them back. back. Yeah, yeah. They moved that back. was the only re- that was the only real reason I was cheering against the uh, the Islanders. Oh, I yeah. really like yeah. their team. I, I love way. Matt Barzell. I love Barry uh, Trotz as a coach. Like I, there is the only reason I would be cheering against them is because of all that shit with John Tavares. Yeah, because, because the I we, like I like the we don't need you. Chants are true. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's why it's it hurts. That's why yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it hurts. Yeah, I know, and I had, I've admitted the whole time yeah. this is it's a personal thing for me. It's not a it's not a uh, it's not a uh, like there's nothing intelligent about my hatred. You, you don't the, actually like you don't hate any specific hate individuals on the team at all. Yeah, yeah. I actually like a, like, like the majority of them. Yeah, yeah, like the majority of them I actually really like. Like I love their fourth line. The fact that they can they can get offense out of that fourth line, where like our fourth line is on, and it's just a fucking like okay, like when can our 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 guys? Zeke's Clutterbuck. And I, yeah, and Martin? Matt Martin. Yeah, yeah. like. That's a some good of, energy line. Some of those, go- some of those, like I was, I'd go through like who scored the goals, and I'm just like two of the five goals were like, were like Matt Martin and Cal Clutterbuck, and I'm like, imagine we got that out of our fourth line. Imagine. Yeah, could have had can't. Matt Martin. <laughs> I can't. Um, but Matt, I don't know. Yeah, I think that might just be because they're that line is good specifically, not well, Martin or or any of them individually. I just have a personal the, shout out. Are you, at sorry, the end of the day, Jack Edwards is a moron. Yeah. Yep. So I just have a personal shout out I want to give here to uh, my per- my personal friend of the show. Oh yeah, your best friend, uh, Joe Pavelski, who always comes to play in the playoffs. You've been, you've shout been, out Joe! You've I've been shouting been, uh, out Joe every episode. Yeah, because he's a big game player, big game Joe. Uh, four go- uh, three goals in game four to uh, power the Dallas Stars through. They're up three two over the uh, the Calgary Flames. That's they're my they're my Western Conference pick. That goes tonight, I think. Yeah, ten thirty tonight. The Flames on the ropes. Joe Pavelski, uh, just he's gonna put them away. Would you say um, the Flames and the Flames and the Canucks? Who go if they were able to come out of their series? Who who do you, has a better chance of winning the cup out of those two teams? Because they're basically the last hopes for uh, I would Canada at this point. Say Calgary, I think. I just like yeah. the way they're built a little bit more. They're, I think the they're Canucks, further along. I don't know, man. The Canucks yeah. are. Oh, but speaking of team, like seeing the Canucks doing what they're doing and the Leafs being where they are, yeah, that's just it's like, frustrating. I have, I think I have a bit of an irrational hatred for Vancouver, just overall, as well, a place. As, <laughs> just as, I think, it, and I think a lot of well, it is tied to the Canucks. Does it come out of like well, jealousy? I think, no, no, I think, it, I think no, it's because not at all. I think it's because like of of any of any fan base that has 
like no reason to really hate the Leafs. Yes. They're so it's like, like that. It's them. It's just like it's like we have never really played a playoff series. We 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 play like twice a year at max. They played in the conference like, finals one year. Like, when the Leafs were in the West, but yeah, but like and they won. So like, why do you yeah. care? Like, why yeah. use like yeah? So it was. It's just like it's such an irrational hatred that they have for us. So I feel like your hatred is like a reaction. For it their is. Hatred. No, definitely. And it's like there's just yeah. no. I'm gonna go on a rant about. It. I can't yeah. do this. And now. it's, it's like it. an inferiority complex with the Toronto Vancouver rivalry, but it, it just. It's an, but even though they aren't really inferior as a, as a city, they yeah. f- they it, they still like they yes, act they like, like they are like so they're almost you know what I mean like I think they their think... hatred because I don't hate the city of Vancouver I, I do. don't give a shit like, yeah exactly that's kind of how like, like they're you know like I mean? that's like, they're irrelevant but yeah. sound, they're an irrelevant you place guys like sound that, like it's like that dog they're, they're living in your head right they are now they no, have definitely <laughs> moved yeah. into Look, my I'm head saying, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to explain the hatred over there I just said I don't hate Vancouver at all right. Like, I'm trying to explain his hatred because I think I understand it from a psychological level. They're a, an irrelevant place, so, and it's getting to me. I forgot to put my headphones on again. <laughs> <laughs> they are, yeah, they're, they're, they're in my head, all right? Um, <laughs> one last thing on the NHL before we move on to a couple other things. Nazem Kadri is... The, he's the bubble goat. Oh, my he's God. He's, he's the, the Devin TJ, Booker. He's the, the TJ Warren. Yeah. He's the bubble uh, goat. Of the NHL. He's the best player on the planet. And uh, we two goals again last night. We traded him for a couple guys. Like <laughs> a couple I know, I know we can't do this, but we, imagine we traded him for pieces. Imagine, yeah, <laughs> a couple bit. Like it was a salary dump. I'm hindsight. still on like, the. I'm I'm on the that trade. Nobody thought that was a bad no. trade at the time. You're right. Looking back, it looks yeah, it looks awful. And the more Cadre's not doing Kyle Dubas any favors by tearing <laughs> no. it up, but. I'm de- I'm defending Dubis on this because I think no I didn't see a single person go this is a horrible trade at the time and now everyone's like what a what the worst move in the, in the history of the franchise trading Nazem Kadri yeah and it's just hard to look like if they had Kadri now as a trade chip just to think what they could get back I think you have it, to remember too this guy Joe Sackick looks like a genius yeah. oh. you know how much you know how much cap space they still have yeah too? well because yeah. McKinnon makes like six million oh. yeah makes me. Makes me so jealous. McKinnon's in the conversation <laughs> so, for the best player I, in the NHL, and I like, love and I love Colorado. They're oh like yeah. I'm I'm on the Colorado bandwagon, yeah. so like I it just makes me so jealous that they're in that situation. I think McKinnon is the second best player in the league. Yeah, I don't. That's not even a hot take. Like it's just well, I mean, he's top like five on. It's like, a little dis, yeah. it's a little disrespectful to Crosby, but it's like it's it's not Crosby, a bad, yeah. but it's not a bad take. Crosby's but it's not on a bad the decline. Take. Yeah, and Crosby also just, suffers from and like that's just my, us. That's my yeah. You're you're get complacent yeah. with Crosby because it's like you just forget about his greatness because and he's, he's always and been great. He's at the point in yeah. his career where he's not yeah. getting any better, so yeah. you like you don't notice the jumps, but he's mm-hmm. still he's still Crosby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so we want to move on to a couple yeah, other Kadri's things now. Second in the uh, bubble in goals oh. and points. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but that is that is inflated a little bit by the fact that he they've had two seven one games. Uh, I thought you were going to say because they play in uh, high and they're playing high elevation. And they're playing. He's in. He's in Colorado. Yeah, you got Yeah, you got to remember the altitude. <laughs> yeah, I think the, Colorado. <laughs> he plays in Colorado. Yeah. He had he Kadri. I think had to be traded too after the way things ended last season. Just, I don't know if he had to. No, be, but, but I like, think he was getting scapegoated. He definitely sure. didn't yeah. have to be. No, the, in fan, my, the I, fan base was calling. Like, borderline calling for it. Yeah. And now it's. Like, I definitely was. I was like, I he, I was so mad after the. The suspension, and I don't think like, everyone was calling for it, but I do think there was people who were probably calling for it at the time. Now looking back, me like, what an idiot, Kyle yeah. Dubas trading Kadri for two guys that are didn't work out in yeah. hindsight. Mm-hmm. One who's going to be gone, but 
we're still two left. who might be gone. Well, one maybe one for traded. Sure. One yeah. we're just not going to bring back. Yeah. We don't have to get back into that. So just a few little news and notes here to touch up on. Uh, this past week, the CFL canceled their season after, um, I guess, they had applied for a loan from the government, and they didn't like the term, so they ended up just declining the loan and deciding to cancel their season. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, <laughs> no, it, I'm being serious. Yeah. Like, that actually it's, sucks. It's shitty for the league. I, like, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't follow the CFL. I, yeah. sh- I feel like I should. As, well, a, as a Canadian, I feel like I... What it, are people in Saskatchewan going to do? Yeah. It, yeah. It's like, uh, well, I think like living thing that could possibly happen. Living in Toronto, you, I think you, there's definitely a segment of people who are big Argos fans, yeah. but it's really small. They're always, like, when, when I, they're always, like, out there. Like, remember when the Bills used to come to town? They'd be in and there with an Argos there'd jersey. Be like ten, there'd be like 10 guys like Argos, like outside the tailgate. We'd be like, like okay, dude, like, <laughs> we go have a beer. <laughs> like, but for the, uh, I think Toronto and Montreal are probably, and BC, I don't know if yeah, they like have a the, great fan base, but all the other cities do. Mm-hmm. Like in Edmonton and Calgary, it's pretty big. Saskatchewan is obviously crazy. Winnipeg. Alouettes when they were Hamilton. Big, they, like, they I, can, yeah. Yeah. I can attest to the, the, the Ticats. Are... Of course. But also because Hamilton, yeah, like any, any, it's like any city that doesn't have anything. Any yeah, that's other, the like major that's... sports teams. And you know what? Maybe that's the way it should be for the CFL. I think so. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe, Chiro- maybe the Toronto Argonauts. Should as, like go to as, London or something. Or, yeah, London. Like, maybe, like, call it the Mississauga Argonauts. Maybe people in Mississauga I, will get behind it. I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just shooting shit out there. I, I do think having that market in the league, though, is kind of important to it them. It is, like, but I, we're just taught. We're, it's all hypothetical. Especially with like, the... Not, like they still get fans because there's yeah, so many yeah, people in the GTA, yeah, right? Yeah. But it's just the percentage of the people... The name Toronto brings legitimacy well, to the league. And just it's a major media market, and you have... Yeah. The, the percentage of people in the city who care, though, is significantly less than... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Than, yeah. Like, you know, like the, in Calgary, the stamps are like the yeah. Blue Jays mm-hmm. of Calgary. Mm-hmm. Like, like maybe like that level. Like the flames are still like king, but maybe uh maybe like a, a Maritimes team. They're, they're, they're getting they're, one. Which, so they're, that, which they're doing. But now well, that I'm might wondering be Jeopardy, how right? much this is going to affect that. It has, I don't think that's been confirmed, but there's a lot of uh, there's definitely a lot of smoke. Where would it be out of Halifax? Yes, is Halifax, it Halifax or Moncton? Halifax. Yeah. The, the the one like ten years ago was Moncton. Are they do now the Moncton they've Maritimers. Or something? I believe it was the Schooners. The Halifax um, Schooners was I the like yeah was the name. Quebec City too. Yeah. Well, I don't think you can do Montreal and Quebec City. I don't think. Too close of proximity, maybe. I don't know. And Montreal's kind of got the same thing that Ontario, Toronto has yeah. going on, too, where they're like... Uh, well, yeah. But, yeah. but Montreal's kind of got the same thing where they're like a big... Like, they only care if the team's really good. Yeah, there's too many other like back in the Kel- on. Yeah, in back the in the Calvio days, that that team was huge. Yeah, like, like, yeah. Would... It's the same in Vancouver, too. Yeah. like Less so, I think. In, like, I don't think... Nah, actually, they get pretty big, I would say, mm-hmm. Vancouver. Anyways, moving from one uh, sport that rarely enters my head into another, <laughs> soccer. So, uh, a couple big things for the country of Canada in soccer. Uh, Alfonso Davies and Bayern Munich. So, he's going to become the first Canadian international to appear in a Champions League final. I don't know how much you guys have been paying attention to this, but he is just absolutely on fire right now. And he has... I've heard some things. He but... like he has a chance to be the, this is like the most significant Canadian athlete of all time, I would say, or like the biggest Canadian athlete of all time, like kind of similar in the way that Steve Nash was. On a global scale. Yes. Where it's just like, this guy is like, he's doing something that we've never seen another Canadian do before. Okay. Wait, so wait, I want, do you mean he's the most, like he would be, if you have pulled people around the world, they Um, know Alfonso Davies, or do you mean in Canada? 
I think both, honestly. I think, he, like, just because of... Just because soccer's huge here. I, I think maybe we sleep on it a little bit, but soccer is really big here. And he is playing at one of the top clubs in the world, and people are already calling... He's 19 years old, and people are so, already calling him the best player at his position. Give me your... What's your, what's your top five of that, that like list? Like, right now? Just, yeah. Like, like, around the world or in the country? No, like, all time. Like, Wayne. Ooh. So, Wayne... Yeah, Wayne would be up there. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Don, um, uh, Don, yeah, Donovan Bailey, for sure. Say, you win the 100 meter that. in the Olympics. I think Gordy Howe? No. no. Um, Bobby Orr? No. I, I, was, like, yeah. I was thinking golf. I'm like, no, nah, we're 1-1 one, one yeah. Masters. No. It's not, uh, it's not maybe like Brooke that. Anderson? Maybe. Nah. That's that's recency bias for sure. Uh, same. Maybe, yeah, she'd, Penny, have to, she'd have to win. She'd have to, like... Penny Alexiak probably has a shot at that, too, <laughs> just because of how young and how much... Uh, yeah how successful she was. I don't know what to round up the top five, but yeah, you know, Penny Alexia. And you're yeah. saying he, maybe he could top that list. Yeah. Again, like he's 19 years old and he's doing things that no Canadian soccer but if players you think ever Canadian done before. Athletes as of right now, I think Gretzky is the one that yep. people still like, I still, I still think he's number one right now, but not globally though, man. Like, Anybody thinks hockey, man, they know who Gretzky is. I like, always remember people like, know who Gretzky Usain is. Usain Bolt getting interviewed on, uh, it was on TSN. I think it was Michael Landsberg. Yeah. The question, do you know who Wayne Gretzky is? No, never heard of him. But he probably has, he probably barely, he probably doesn't even know what hockey is. That's what I'm saying, though. No one does, uh, globally. No one does. Eh, I don't know about no one. I think you're exaggerating. And he's lived, like, he's been in, like, North America competing. In, yeah, I don't know. I just think you're, that's a little exaggeration. Like, no, it's, it's, it's an exaggeration. That's one guy. I don't think any, how many people in Jamaica do you think know who Wayne Gretzky is? I don't know. I, I have no idea. Yeah, Maybe I think that's our a- hypothetical next week. In Asia, too, I don't <laughs> think. How is that hypothetical? I don't know. I'm tired, Mike. I'm just trying to move um, on. Jonathan yes. David, what is Hold that? On. What's that news? One more. So I, basically, I'm gonna. I think Davies will <laughs> be. Davies will be to soccer. He'll be more important to soccer than Steve Nash was to basketball in this country. That's that's how right. I'm gonna rephrase this. Yeah. Um, and then plus, like Canada's gonna be in. Like the World Cup is gonna be in Canada in 2026. Is like, it? So they're splitting it with Mexico and the U.S. Oh, it's so like there's going to be games. It's like a NAFTA. Yeah, kind of <laughs> World Cup NAFTA. Yeah, what's the NAFTA new one? That's what NAFTA, what's the new one called? That's what NAFTA is. The it's North like, American Free Trade is all about the World no, Cup. I know. There's a new. There's a new. <laughs> it's uh, like the the American Trade Agreement. Like I don't the, know. It's they the, just changed the name. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So we'll see. Like Davies is going to be front and center for that, playing games here, representing his country. Um. So another big Canadian soccer news: Jonathan David broke. Davies uh, transfer record. He just transferred from his team in Belgium to Lyon in the um, in the French league. French league. So uh, that was a thirty million euro transfer. So <coughs> he's also tw- 19, 20 years old. So we have an absolute. Yeah. You know what, boys? I'm gonna start getting into soccer. You heard, you saw this on the name on the front right now. Aaron Ranson is going to become a soccer guy now that Canada well, has a chance to be okay. They're we got things two are, young stars. Things are looking up for the the Canadian soccer mm. program for sure, and um, they've got. I lo- and I watch the World Cup every like all the international soccer. I like to watch. So they've I got a it. they've got a chance to qualify for the next World Cup too. It's a bit of a complicated process, but they've mm. got they're they're still well, alive to qualify for that. And then twenty twenty six, we're in no matter yeah. what, right? Yeah. Um. So twenty twenty six, but Jonathan David's twenty. How old's Davies? I think he's nineteen. 19. They're they're right around the same so age. So they're going to be in their primes, yep. basically in the twenty twenty six World Cup. So he's a yeah. So what what position does Davies? He's play? like a left back. Left back, and then this guy's an attacking midfield. Yeah, attacking mid striker kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So 
All right. Let's uh yeah, and see, so. another key thing about them is they both have the opportunity to play for other countries, which has been a huge problem for Canada in the past, where their best players have played elsewhere. Like Owen Hargreaves, prime example. Yeah, he's, so he's that's so he actually played in a Champions League final, but he didn't play for Canada. He played for England. Right, right, yeah, exactly. But so yeah. that's why Davies is the first Canadian to appear in a Champions right, League final. Right, right. Um, so yeah, so that's because Hargreaves was born like he had a citizenship, right? So, so actually, what him. happened was he was turned away from like the Canadian U15 camp or something and went and played for England after that. Why did they turn him away? So then he, <laughs> that, that's, he, then yeah. he got on his fuck you Canada. And he went on, he went Brett Hall. He, he went Brett Hall on us. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, things are looking bright for Canadian soccer. All right. Well, uh, you brought up a hypothetical. Yeah. Um, I was a little busy. So Brandon's going to give us the hypothetical uh, this week because um, I didn't have time to think of one. So I, as I said, I just woke up 20 minutes before we started filming this. <laughs> so we have a uh, in a week of uh, world records being broken. Our hypothetical is going to be if you could see one sports record be broken, what would it be? I'm I'll start with Mike I'm here. No, I'm deferring. Okay, I'll start. My, the record I would most like to see broken is the, the home run record right now. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Nobody really has a shot that shot at it currently. Like, like in in one season or or like either or. But I'm talking the one I was, I think the cumulative home run record, like yeah. the the Barry Bonds 750 whatever home runs it is. Mm -hmm. Just because there's so much controversy around that record right now, just because Barry Bonds is such a mm -hmm. polarizing figure. Um, nobody's really close. I think Pujols is the closest active guy, but he's 41 years old. So I think Pujols is, Pujols is like flirting with 700. But Trout kind of has a shot if he hits. like He's got to hit like 40 home runs a year until he's like 38. So it's going to be tough for him to do it. It just seems like it's a difficult thing to do, and it's just such a significant record. Mm -hmm. that it's like Because I, I remember when Bonds was doing it when I was – I would have been probably 10, 10, 12 – years old and it was just I, I was glued to that i love that and then a rod obviously would have had a shot at it if he didn't get hurt and mm -hmm. have the the year long steroid suspension mm -hmm. and ken griffey jr also would have had a shot at it too if he stayed yeah. healthy that's yeah. the biggest one where he i think he, he finished with over 600 home runs and he just missed tons of time throughout his career for injuries so it's, it's just a, something that i would love to see i don't know if we're ever going to see it but it's definitely top of my list either of you two have one i'm, I'm gonna say the, uh, you better not say mine. <laughs> go though. Go go. You go. can go first. No no, no no. You go. You go. You, you, you go. sure? Yep. I'm gonna say the uh, Will Chamberlain 100 points in a game. Okay. That's what I was just cool, thinking. Cool, yeah. Cool. Um, Kobe got close against the Raptors, <laughs> so I didn't really enjoy that. But I think it would be cool to see, like someone like a, you know, like a, a Lillard or a Clay Thompson. Where like, you know, Clay Thompson had that 37 point quarter. Yeah. And you just. I think it would be a situation kind of like how no-hitters happen where you're kind of on Twitter and you're like, oh, this guy's got a no-hitter. Let's go watch the game. He'd be like, Clay just dropped 52 in the third quarter. He's got 88 <laughs> points. Yeah. Like, they're, the buzz around that would just be so crazy. Well, because, like, games like that in the NBA where guys are going off are so fun to tune into. Like, if you when remember, they're just, like, unconscious. Like, you remember yeah. Kobe's last game? And it's yeah. like, is he going to get to 50? Yeah. And then he get, is he going to get to 60? And it's like... So I think the, or, yeah. the downside of that compared to yours was that yours would be, like, a season thing where yeah. like, this guy's on pace to, to do it, but... This would just be like, it would be an insane one night thing where a guy's yeah. going off. A guy I think who has a Devin mm. Booker's a guy who I can see because like, he had seventy two yeah. points I think like last year. So it's mm. 
He's a guy. And I feel like the way the NBA has been trending where it's like higher pace, higher scoring games that like 10, 15 years ago, this would have been a record. It's not possible. Mm -hmm. Like Kobe got to 81 and that was like, that seemed like that was like, that was like the most someone could get. It seems like guys can kind of get in that. So who 81 you, who, the second most. So if you, I think it is. Yeah. Which is crazy is. that Welt had 100 and nobody was within like 20. So if you uh, if you could see someone break, who do you think would be able to break it? I think Booker. I think Lillard. Curry. I, I think maybe don't sleep on Curry uh, either. Harden. Uh, I think like the problem is I think Clay Thompson if he got really and, hot. And this is like a yeah. This is obviously like. Like an extreme hypothetical because it's like none of them can break it because they haven't. But who do you think would be like the guy if somebody was to? The kind of thing, yeah, that's the kind of thing with this. You need to be selfish enough to do it and you need to be good enough to do it. And there's not very many guys that are both. Yeah. Um, Harden is. Hart, Booker. I I, I I think think Harden. Yeah, I I like that Harden. The only thing with Harden, though, is Harden almost plays too slow to do it. Like the ISO game is almost, it doesn't lend itself to it. Yeah, because you need to get off a lot of shots. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I think Booker's a good call. I, I like that like, if you're just a sh- you guy said who Clay gets... Clay Thompson, I, I kind of like... Because I've never seen anyone get hotter than Clay Thompson yeah. when yeah. he gets hot. Like, he scored 37 points in a quarter. Durant, but maybe? They would have to just feed... They'd have to keep feeding him. That's the... And the problem with, too, like, that, that game with Clay is, like, if, if you're if you, that hot... He, they took him out of the game in the fourth because they were killing them, yeah. right? So... It has he, to be a close... It'd have to be a like, close game. That's he'd the have to, the, he'd have to yeah. get to, like, 70 before the third quarter was over, and then they're like, you have a chance to do something here, so we'll leave you yeah. in. Yeah. Like, that, that was the thing with yeah. Kobe. Like, they needed... They, like, if Kobe doesn't score, like, 75 points in that game, right. they probably lose. Well, that's, like, like Devin Booker's a good call, cause it, or, like, Lillard, because it's... A bad they're team. they're like, like their reason their team wins, so mm-hmm. they're putting up those points. There was like when the year when the Warriors went uh, seventy three and nine, there was a bunch of games that year where Steph would have like thirty eight in the first half, but then they'd be winning yeah. by by thirty, so he wouldn't even play. So I feel like he could be a guy too, but it's just is the team is it close in the fourth quarter where he's even getting shots? Um, What's yours? All right. So um, mine, uh, in 2013, Peyton Manning threw 55 touchdowns. Um, and uh, right now, I th- and that's the record for most pass- passing touchdowns in a season. So right now, there's a guy in Kansas City who has two more years on his rookie deal. And I think that's his window to do it. Because once, you, once that $500 million contract. Did they wipe out the last two years of the deal, though? No, he's still getting paid. Is he? Yeah. You ha- yeah. yeah. It's a, In the NFL, it's, though, you can wipe out. Like, you can just, I, was just on, I was just on their salary cap, and he's getting paid That's 800000 800, next year. Um, wow. Plus whatever. But that's his cap hit. Yeah. 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 So uh, with a cap hit like that, they're able to hold on to all these stars. Um, they just picked up a running back who can catch out of the backfield, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. So that's going to add some passing touchdowns because uh, Dame, playoff Damian Williams was not really a threat out of the backfield. Oh, uh, I thought he was great in the playoffs. No, no yeah, yeah. Play, oh, yeah, that's I why you mean. You know, I, like, sorry, I'm receiver. talking passing touchdowns, yeah, yeah, sorry. right? Yeah. So Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, like, that's what he did at LSU. Is he, was, he, was a, he was a good running back up the middle, but, like, he was that guy that, like – you had to watch out for him because he would mm-hmm. he would go out wide sometimes and so like that offense uh, with and he got fifty in his rookie year so I, I think I think if that record's going to be broken I would love to see it broken in the next two years That's, with, yeah. while they still have all their weapons uh, plus Clyde Edwards Hilaire um, and I I honestly and I think it's actually like 
I don't think it's a hot take to say, like, I think he could do it. I don't think it is no, either. I like, think he probably all. will. So, I think, like, yeah. I want to see that happen because of the realistic chance that it could happen and because, like, within these next two years, like, that's his window, I think. Well, while you still have Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, mm-hmm. um, Sammy Watkins, Mecole Hardman, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, like, that and, – and you still have your O-line uh, all paid in full, right? So, I think that – that is, that is one I really want to see break, and it's one that I think actually could happen. Another honorable mention for me, too, would be somebody scoring 50 goals in 38 games. Like, yeah, I don't, that's happen. never, no, I agree. It's yeah. never going to happen, <laughs> yeah. but that would be like, like, even if somebody gets to, like, say Austin Matthews has the 30 goals in, like, I was just gonna say if 30 they, goals in, like, 25 games. If you were going to tell me like, that somebody, like, you were going to say in the next five years somebody broke that, guess who it is? I'd guess Austin Matthews. Yeah. McDavid or Matthews for me, um, I think. I, st- I think I would still get Matthews. Yeah. McDavid would be like, yeah, he got like 200 points in a season. Just but. even like think about that. Like if Matthews has 30 goals, 25 games in the season, people are going to start talking about that. Or another one would be Sittler's points in a game. Yeah. That'd We've be seen cool. guys kind of flirt with that. Cool. Like Sam Gagne, I think, had eight points in a game once. Yeah, that would be a cool one. Yeah. But yeah. So that's it. Uh, I'm a little tired, so I might just head off to bed. Uh, but. Uh, I don't really. I'm trying to think of a good rhyme to kick the, to oh. end this thing. Uh, yeah, if uh, you want to uh, see a few guys uh, that are making uh, sports takes around a table, come into name on the front and you'll be. Able to. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs>